Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Krista and Michael Eichler. Welcome. Thank you. So this is awesome. This is um, the first part of our house concert series. It's a two-part series. And we're focusing and speaking to fellow rock boaters who throw house concert parties. And we figured we heard about yours coming up and we wanted to get you guys on to talk about the logistics, to talk about the um, foundation that you're raising money for, about the artist interaction, preparation, because there might be some virgin rock boaters out there who, when they come off of Rock Boat 22, might want to throw a house concert. And why not give them some insight, you know? Yeah, no, sounds good. So um, let's start with uh, your rock boat experience. How many boats have you all been on? We've been on one. <laughs> yes. And which one was that? 2020. 2020, right before COVID. Okay. All right. So that would have been, we, we, we would have been on that boat as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what was your experience like leading up to it? And how did you hear about the rock boat? We'd heard about the rock boat many, many years um, before, but we could never get on. We were always like, oh, let's do that rock boat thing. And we would go to book a, a cabin and it sold out and it sold out. And then we, um, we were actually at a concert. I think it was OAR. I think so. And we were sitting behind... Um, rock boaters who had a rock boat t-shirt on and I couldn't hold it anymore. I was like, Oh my God, I want to go on that boat so bad. My favorite artists are on there. And we started talking about music and our love of music. And they told us, you just have to get on, you just have to like get on the wait list. And that was the magic thing to actually get on was get on the wait list. And then it'll happen. It, and we were like, no, nah, it can't be that easy. And it really was. It was that easy. And we got on. And then we saw, like, we've been big fans of um, two bands, Red Warning Blue, Carbon Leaf. I knew you were going to say Red Warning Blue, and I didn't even know that. I felt it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that's my birthday. And my dream would, to see, would be to see Red Warning Blue and Carbon Leaf on the same stage and it happened on my birthday it was amazing now had you done research on the some of the bands that were going to be on the boat and yeah oh sorry go ahead no so you did research and that's what most boaters do you know they get the list of the artists that are coming out and they hear about the bands that had never they never heard of before and you start doing your Spotify playlist, your Apple iTunes playlist. Maybe you'll throw the podcast on there. I don't know. And <laughs> um, and so what what was that like for you guys? Like, did you guys like honestly like try to figure out the music for every single band, or were you just like this? That they they sound like they're going to be fun, and then we'll let the rest up for the boat to decide. I think we did early on when we first got on and then they were announced, we, we did it. And then 
life happened and we didn't realize some of the other artists that were out there like um i think one of the bands that we started listening to because of the rock boat was unlikely candidates and we hadn't heard of them uh when they were coming on and i think they were just getting really big um at that time as far as their new some of their new singles and everything else and we hadn't heard them so we were introduced to them and then there were a couple other bands that we didn't even uh realize till we got on the rock boat and just went to from band to band to to site to site to just see what everything was going on and give every try to see everyone at least once which was really hard to do <laughs> it's it's really tough it's really hard so. how for the for, for the virgin rock boat listeners how did you all figure out how to maneuver your time through those situations I know that. Yeah, I was like, I will be at every red, warning, blue, and carbon okay. leaf show, and and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Like, and we were just like running from place to place, but then we would get from one end of the ship, and as we're going to the other end, we would hear this amazing music, and you can't go any further. You just have to stop and say, "Who is that?" and and then you you love them and. I think that's what we've heard. Tall tree, tall trees, tall tall height. I am horrible with band names and actors, (laughs) so I will mess them all up. Um, But tall heights, we heard that for the when we were going through, and we we hadn't listened to them before, but they were doing a set in the atrium, I think, and just the acoustics in there and their vocals, and it was just amazing. It was all inspiring. So we kind of stopped mid and kind of just hung out there and watched the show. And as far as the how, I think. There's so many bands. What we tried to do is, like Krista said, we had our anchor bands that we knew we were going to enjoy and like, and we wanted to see the shows. And just because so many people jump in and out of the shows, it's just a, an experience you don't get anywhere else but the rock boat. So you kind of want to see that, even if you've seen the band over and over again. Uh, and then we just filled in the schedule from there and said, okay, how do we how do we make everything else work? And the people there. You, just the attendees, not just the the artists, but the attendees who are there, the other rock boaters, everyone is so welcoming. I mean, we've met people that we still hang out with and and go to concerts with that you meet them as you go and you talk and they're like, oh, you have to go check out this band. You have to check out this band. And you kind of just get in, in a vibe and a rhythm and just it's like a wave you just hang out and listen we're to off the boat music. and we're still doing yeah. that they're they're still calling us saying you have to hear this band let's yeah. go and we meet up isn't that awesome it's yeah. amazing it's one of the most outer body experiences which is why we started the podcast to have these conversations with people so people can hear this electric energy that is built on this boat with these amazing bands and six man and sister hazel and the rock boat community, they just do an amazing job at, as you said, Michael, anchoring, uh, <laughs> no, no pun intended because of a boat, but, uh, you know, they anchor these amazing bands and what were your rock boat blues like when you got off the boat? Oh man. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, I wanted to pretend for a long time that it wasn't over and, uh, I held on to my my new rock boat friends very tightly. And, um, you know, as soon as we got off the boat, COVID happened. And, you know, it's like the world stopped, but 
there was a community built on the rock boat that held us together. And we, I think that is, you know, jumping forward. That's how we, we made it through COVID because we met fans on the rock boat who was like, okay, what do we do? How about a live stream? And we're like, yes, yes, we'll do anything for you. We just met you. We hung out. It was great. And, uh, and we did a lot of those, you know, those live streams with the bands and it would be great. They were like, Michael, Krista, Hey, come on, jump on the live stream. And you feel like, you know, this, the superstar knows your name and, and you hung out on a beach and you know, it was fun that day. And they, and at that point you became part of their group and they became part of yours. And I think for me, the blues were, we had, because we had booked immediately for the next cruise while we we're on the boat. They're like, oh, you can go do this. And we're like, absolutely. And then COVID hit. And I think the blues hit for me when they postponed this ship. And then we got into the other wave. And then, you know, this was, we weren't sure about vaccine requirements and other, other things. And Chris and I had to make a decision and we, we called it and said we're not going to go on this next one and there there was a lot, there was some fomo there was some there frustration some and, and some tears there's a lot of tears um, shed around that so that's that's when the blues really hit for me is is missing it but it it was such a challenging time for us and it was it was such a hard decision when, you know, with other decisions we made because of COVID for vacation and others were like, no, we're not going to go. And we were fine with that. This was, this was a really hard one up until like two weeks before we're like, could we swing $5,000 in two weeks notice to, to get on the rock boat? And um, when they yeah. left without me, I was yeah. really angry. I don't think I talked to anybody for a while. <laughs> so it, that, that's when the blues hit for me. You know, you were speaking about, uh, Krista, you were speaking about how during those live streams, you felt, you know, important. You know, these artists know your name. They see you. And I think that's something amazing that the Rock Boat has created with the artists that have have been on there the past ones the ones that are going to be on that have never been on yeah. they have this amazing ability to humanize fans the artists to make you feel like you are part of what we call the f-word family and it it's unless you've been on the boat listeners i mean you don't know what i mean it is it's just it makes you feel super cool <laughs> yeah. um and yeah good oh i was gonna say it just how tightly you are with i mean you can't avoid some people you, you're going to get dinner and walking up and down the steps it's not like you can avoid some of these people and i mean it's not that you go out of your way to we're not selfie people and and get but it's when you're on the elevator and you say hi right and hey, you, you have five minutes to chat it's it's a different experience than you would going to a, a a concert at a bar or even some of these smaller venues where you only have 20, 30 people, right? That's an intimate show, but it's still not the same as, you know, eating lunch with, you know, walking with a plate of food so you can go see the next show um, on the cruise, which, you know, we did quite a bit to make sure that we could go and see everything. 
let's let's jump on the on the food bandwagon here for a second. What was your what was your go to food? Oh my gosh, breakfast. Yes, breakfast was great. <laughs> Get up in the morning. Like Michael likes to go work out, which is stupid. Um, Agree. I like, <laughs> I like to sit there and not talk to anybody for a few minutes. So um, he leaves, and then um, then we meet at breakfast, and breakfast is like gourmet. It's so nice, and it. Uh, gosh, breakfast was like custom order when you go into the dining room and they know the way you like your eggs. After two days, they're like, oh, poached medium? Absolutely, on our way. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, breakfast is always good, yeah. I always find it neat. You start your morning for the ones that get up in the morning. Um, <laughs> you, <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's quite a bit of them, um, but then I feel like there's some that, that don't get up in the morning. Um, but I feel like there's a moment in the morning and Chris, I'm right there with you. I have to have like a good minute or two last this past boat. When we were setting up for breakfast with the boat cast and the back end of the boat, I would go get my breakfast and I'd be like, I just needed to go sit. I need to eat. I need to be by myself for just like a hot five minutes, like, you know, compartmentalize everything that had happened from the night before. And, uh, and then I feel like something happens. I feel like you eat breakfast if you're up in the morning, you have your coffee and then like you might go back to your cabin, do some things. And then like, it just starts like it. And then just like, you're just like on a, you know, not like a sprint literally, but like the day next thing, you know, you're on up at the basketball courts, watching flip cup. And then you're at the pool deck, you know, watching, you know, sister Hazel play. And the next thing, you know, you got your headphones on and you're doing some silent disco. Uh, da- uh, headphone yeah, dance party. Yeah. yeah, Chris, it starts with that, you know, maybe 10.30 a.m. cocktail. Uh, I think <laughs> Whoa. Kind of I, I shoot for nine, <laughs> sir. <Yeah. laughs> I think that's one thing that um, people who haven't been on the rock boat should know. Don't worry about your cabin. You're never going to see it. You're going to go in there. You don't need to change into fancy formal wear. It's a band t-shirt and shorts. You're fine. Don't get dressed up. Don't care about your cabin. Do tip your, your guy or your gal, whoever it is who makes the fancy little animals and leaves them on your bed because they'll leave you more treats. That's nice. Um, but inside, outside, get whatever you can get. Just get on the boat. That's well stated. And for being on one boat, you, you figured it out pretty quickly. I agreed with everything Chris said, except for going back to your cabin, because I think it starts before going back to the cabin. You meet someone that you haven't yet seen on the boat. You tell one of the artists how awesome they were last night, and it starts right then and there. Yeah. See, I I can't say it. I I separate myself different. I so I, I will get on the track, put on headphones. As much as we listen to music, I there's people around you. You talk, you hang out. I I do it just in the morning. I get on the track, put my headphones in, ignore everyone, and just kind of hang out and decompress that way. And then I I do go back to change for everyone's comfort and my own. <laughs> <laughs> and 
after <laughs> Thank that, you for that. Yeah, every after that, we're we're only in the room to drop off like the next set of t-shirts that we got or <laughs> the set of posters or you know something if we we are big on some of the uh that we've learned early on that you you bring stuff to trade and so we needed to to bring stuff to to we were bringing we brought candy last time we had jolly ranchers and and i got some really weird looks for some of the artists some of them were really excited about it and some of them looked at me like i was crazy and trying to give like lace them with stuff i it was creepy I was a creepy guy that was handing out Jolly Ranchers and and some of them were really appreciative. Some people gave me side eye like, am I going to be able to walk out of here after? (laughs) I I always I always envy you. uh, You work you work outers up there that are running around the track early in the morning and even through like sometimes through like the first show on the pullback too. No, it's not through the first show. That that doesn't happen. But you know, when you <laughs> when you were talking about food, I mean when you have that much access to soft serve and every time you walk by, I mean it's <laughs> you need three or four cones and then you and need to do drinks, something. Yeah. <laughs> those massive like sugary drinks. Yeah, they were amazing. You gain you gain a guilty conscience, huh? Yeah. Yeah. She worked out so you can uh, you can justify it. Right. She worked out so I could have it. Yeah. <laughs> it's teamwork. So let's talk about the merch. When you yeah. were on the boat for the first time and you saw the line outside the merch store, what what was going through your mind? What am I going to buy? <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Now there's a lot of people that will like try to like because they put stuff up on the doors so people can't really see clearly through to kind of surprise everyone and rightfully so. And uh, I know I was one of those people that's always just like trying to like pizza that little crack. Like, yeah. what do, we got? do they have a four XL? Probably not, but it's, I'm, <laughs> but I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we um we actually waited in line to get there like the first ones in, but yeah, we bought a lot of stuff nice i'm empty like bring an extra suitcase yeah and that's i mean there's it's one of the the ways that the bands make money right Mm -hmm. they they need the merch to be able to survive right we're living in a downloadable society where they're making pennies you know if that or fractions of a penny on a song so you know having the t-shirt yeah. we're big poster people and i wish there were more posters um we were really excited to get some of the posts the uh the poster which had the, all the uh orbit of all the bands from the when they did the 2021 uh, that was really cool and having the artist sign it during the meet and greet that's another thing don't sleep on the meet and greet that those are awesome um definitely recommend those i know and, a guy who yeah. gets there at like 6 a.m. <laughs> Guilty. <Yeah. laughs> literally want to make sure you get it because I'll tell you there there was a boat where I got there too late and never again. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's again a different ex- an experience you don't have anywhere else. And yeah. it's so cool to be able to, I mean, you have 30 seconds or so let's be honest. It's not like you're, you're spending 20 minutes right. out and, but it's, it is just a cool experience and just the bands that we talk to they are so appreciative of the fans and and that moment and i'm a pre, you know i'll speak for myself just appreciative of just being able to say thank you 
for yep. work and, and the effort and the joy that they, they bring in that period of time. So it's definitely a cool experience. Awesome. So let's switch gears. Yeah. You're having a, a house, a house show, a house concert, as I would call it. Yeah. Um, and, and can you tell everybody which artist is going to be showing up? Mike McFadden from Animal Years. That's that's awesome. We're a big fan of Mike. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we actually met him at the meet and greet. He's from Baltimore. Yeah. And um, and we we hung out on the boat and we we just made this connection. And this will be our second show with him. That's cool. Yes. Such a nice guy. That's awesome. Yeah. And I know that you guys are raising money for a foundation. Yeah. Um, So if I just to talk about that a little bit, we when we were doing these shows, we well we thought about doing these shows and how we were going to do them. We had started it in COVID times and we'd supported a number of artists through webcasts and other things. And we're like that the artists are struggling, so they need to figure out how to get back on, on tour and get paid again so they can continue doing what they're doing. But we also talked and we're so grateful and thankful for the, where we've been through this period of time. And I, I, I've worked from home for years, so it didn't really have a big impact on me thankful personally from a job standpoint but we we looked at the state of affairs and where we had given money to in the past and we wanted to just continue that right and and have something that just wasn't a house shows are, are great and we we love them and they're a great experience but we also figure if we're going to do it we might as well take the opportunity to raise not only funds but awareness for some other opportunities and other organizations so the first year we did it was the trevor project and I don't know if everyone's familiar with it, but if not, it's the largest suicide prevention and crisis intervention organization for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and questioning young people. So they they are very influential in making sure that people know that they're not alone, that there are folks out there who will support them. And as we're wrapping up Pride, that was a, a big focus for us uh, last year. Awesome. So, and then, this, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, that's a great organization. I, I'm a huge fan of the work they do. Awesome. Yeah, so we, we are too. That was one we, we wanted to spend uh, some time with, and that was our project. And this year when we talked to Mike and said, hey, we, we're, we're going to do another house show, we, we looked at the organizations that we support and some of them, and we wanted to, this time, I think we are focused on the Looking Out Foundation. Uh, and that is another foundation that that was started. That one in particular was started by Brandy Carlisle and Tim and Phil Hanseroth. So we're huge. We've been following them for 20 years. Yeah. When she was in a dusty nightclub and singing to four people well before (laughs) well before she hit um you know out to selling out concert stages and singing with elton john and and everyone else but she was on the rock boat yeah she was yeah so that's so cool yeah we met her in a bar in annapolis and she was amazing and you know it was one of those times again just like the rock boat where we made a human connection we sat we talked it you know we, we talked about annapolis and we talked about our lives and we made a human connection 
And now you see her with, you know, all of her awards and her amazingness. And you're just like, wow, she's a superstar now. She'll never know my name. But, um, but her foundation actually stuck with us because it did try to empower people without a voice and to reach out and not address just the big problems, but the problems that are in small towns and smaller areas and even down to your neighborhood issues. And we just, we love everything that they do. And um, that's one of the reasons that after the uh, big announcement this year, that immediately we, we asked each other, what are we gonna do about it? And people have a choice. You can do something and, and our, our do some, our do something is go raise some money and go make some music. So yeah, that's how we started. That's such a passionate um, thing you guys are doing. And it's awesome that you have the ability to do that and to spread the word and to make people aware of these amazing foundations. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're really lucky. And I know we've, I, we were talking today about getting people out and there are a number of people who couldn't make it to the show. I mean, it's uh, July 10th and that's right after 4th of July weekend, everyone is in the swings of summer. So it's hard to, with, we had a few weeks notice to try to put this together to help Mike out um, with some of the scheduling, but the, to be able to bring the awareness to the band, right. To be able to say, Hey, here's Mike McFadden. He, he's the one who's singing. So people are like, Oh, who, who's that? I need to go listen. So they, they listen. So we get to introduce them, but they also are like, Oh, what's the looking out foundation in this case. So let me go look it up and I can send them some info. And they're like, Oh, that's a great cause. Let me donate some money. So for us, it's, it's getting the word out across the board of, of the band and someone we want to help support who, who is amazing in his own right. And, and the work that he's doing uh, and the music that he's creating, but also these, these great foundations that are, that are doing things across the board. So, Well awesome. said. And, and, you know, with Mike, he, his presence extends well beyond the stage, all of the work that he's done for social justice reform. And he's just an amazing person. And everyone who's going to get that opportunity, very rock boat like, having those conversations with him is definitely going to get that, that positive vibe. Such an incredible person to uh, have play a house show. Yeah. Now we're, we're, we're thrilled that he can come up here again and uh, put on another show. So we'll, we will definitely be uh, posting some photos and, and seeing what we can do uh, to, to help get that promoted as, as quickly as possible. And so we and thank you for, for the opportunity to talk to you all and uh, raise some awareness, not only for the show, but for Mike and, and Animal Years and for the Looking Out Foundation. And for those that are interested, we will, you know, uh, there's the link in our bio will, is going to be attached um, and equally as well to all the posts regarding this episode and um, throughout the weeks following. Um, so if individuals want to know who those foundations are, what they stand for, um, you'll also be able to find that when you uh, click on, on this episode. So, um, you know, knowledge is power and, you know, and uh, honestly, you couldn't have picked an, uh, uh, an, a more amazing guy like Mike. He's just like a, hum like a humble, I'll tell you, we saw him on the boat last year and <laughs> 
he was the because so we had him on our podcast a couple uh say a month or month or so ago maybe and you know we we brought up that he was the first i think he was the first artist that i had seen on the boat and he just immediately came up and gave us hugs and it's just like this is this guy's awesome i to hang out with this guy the whole time absolutely <laughs> like he became i mean we we talked for a few minutes and then we would see each other and you know it was just big hugs and smiles and now we're just i i text him all the time i'm like hey did you see this did you see that or you know, he's like oh i'm gonna go clean up after a tornado i'm like okay what can i, do to help? <laughs> yes. What can I yes. do yes so that is was yeah. part of the magic that happened because of the rock boat it's not just a vacation it is it's changing lives and i want to believe that it's making a difference so can I, can I ask you all a question? Can oh, I please, <laughs> please. I get so nervous when I have all the questions. Nobody. <laughs> who, who are you all most looking forward to on this next rock boat? I'll go last. I'll go last. Okay. Well, I'm most looking forward to seeing the rest of the rock boat family because it's not just about the music. Yeah. All of these connections, hopefully seeing the two of you on the next boat. Um, but of the new bands, maybe Heavy Hours. They're amazing. You're gonna love yes. them. We we saw them in uh, opening for Brett Dennen. Brett Dennen in Annapolis. Wow, and that is so great. This was just a few week, like a few months ago. Yeah. Um, when Brett Dennen had just started his tour, and we looked them up, and then we looked to see when they were playing again, and we're like, oh my god, they're on the rock boat. That is awesome. So they. <laughs> So we were so through that's who i was gonna say too so you, you <laughs> we're on the same line we are so excited to see them again and they are really yeah. nice honest to goodness down to earth guys yeah so sweet we stayed after the show we hung out with them it was amazing i'm so excited to see them again so cool for for me it's probably it's this is tough uh it's either it's either magic giant or or lit um, I've seen the, the one thing is I've seen magic giant before. Um, I've never seen lit and, um, they just came out with like recently, like new music that I absolutely love. So to kind of pair that with the old music too, okay. uh, it's hard to choose between one of those. Yeah. I was listening to lit all morning. They're amazing. Yes. So good. Tastes like yeah, that, gold. That's the new yeah, album. That new album is incredible. All right, I am going to have to go with the stowaways. Oh, you would. That that will be my selection. Um, but I am excited to see everyone, and um, I am also really excited to you know to 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 see prior to the boat that Red Wanting Blue is going on tour with Megan Farrell. Um, I think here in a couple of weeks. Um, Red Wanting Blue, Scott Terry can't say enough. He's like a Mike McFadden. He's just his humbleness and and warm-hearted presence is uh, and honestly that's how it kind of is with all the with all the artists um but that scott the, i will scott have the to mayor go. right scott the mayor, scott mayor. The mayor. <laughs> when when michael was talking about the 30 seconds you get to talk during the meet and greet i was thinking but for scott terry he'll give you two minutes even though they want that line moving quickly 
and and megan's also we, we're huge fans of megan also we yeah. we saw her and carbon leaf down at their at sea leaf uh their, their show down in avon so yeah we've been we've been following some of the bands for a while <laughs> and and checking them out so huge fans of that that group so yeah awesome. i'm hoping to yeah. get megan for a house show yeah okay shout yeah. out to megan yeah, if we can use it to help pressure her to uh, <laughs> when we she's can... done rocking the West Coast. <laughs> um, you know, I, I want to thank you both so much for your time. Um, and I know that your house show with Mike McFadden is going to be awesome. We're, we we wish we could be there. Mark is in Hawaii right now. <laughs> um, and, uh, and whatnot. But I know it, you guys will all be in good company with fellow voters and, and Mike McFadden and you guys are just awesome people. I can't wait to link up with you guys on the boat, get you on for breakfast with the boat cast, breakfast, you yeah. know, come on, chat with us for a few minutes um, and, uh, and go from there. I do, you know, we all love music and um, I like giving a shout out to, to, to certain bands, um, you know, ones that have, have maybe never even been on the boat, but I heard a song the other day by a band called the 27s and uh, it's the T H E number two, seven and an S. And they came out with a song yesterday called prom queen. Um, that can be found at, at the 27s music and uh, the 27s.com. So uh, give them a listen. They're great. It's great music. Um, and uh, that that's, that's all. I guess Forrest Gump would say that's all I got to say about that. Um, but yeah, check yeah. check them out. I got them. We're gonna right. we're gonna listen to Prom Queen. Is the new one? Yeah, yeah, that's it. And and you know what I do personally? Every time I hear a song from a band, and y'all might do this because you love the rock boat. I always think about where do I see them playing if they ever got on a boat, and I'm just like, <laughs> or if I'm like when I go drive to the beach, like, am I gonna listen to this when I'm driving to the beach in the summer, having a good time? Where are we at with this? Is a holiday music kind of a jam, like a but like you know whatever. But so yeah, that's all I got. So which stage do you foresee them being on, Chris? Oh, I could totally see them being on either the sports court, um, or you know, if they ever were to get on the boat, um, if they even cared to get on the boat, um, probably the pool deck. A lot or of energy. Ca- or, it sounds or like a cabin. lot of energy. Or in your cabin. Or in my cabin. I mean, cabin shows. Oh, those yeah. are Did you get to experience one? We got invited, and it was crazy in there. We <laughs> a little hot. It's a little hot in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whoever has cabin shows, they they need to have a balcony. It needs to have plenty of room. Yeah, but um, yeah, if you're lucky enough to get the invitation, go. It's pretty amazing. Or walk by one too. Yes. That's always an option too. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time and uh, enjoy your house concert. And uh, we appreciate you chatting with us tonight. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks for the opportunity. Looking forward to listening to the, the future and catching up with you all in a few months. We Absolutely. Can- and make sure you tell Mike we said hello. We will. We will. Absolutely. Awesome. All right, guys. Take care. Thank you.